0: There you go. That was a bit of music from the West Side Community Garden with Sabu Adeola and his spiritual reunion band. Mm-hmm. Randa Kirschbaum, who produces these summer musical repasts, renamed the band Miracle because halfway through the concert, Mr. Adeola's bass collapsed. Well, the bridge of his bass collapsed. And since this was the Upper West Side, there was a professional bass player in the audience ran up to the stage, helped Sabu repair the instrument as the band played on. At the end of this Bar Crow Radio episode, I talked with Sabu about his bass and the early influence of his teacher, Charles Mingus. Rebecca and I arrived early to this neighborhood garden oasis to talk to our neighbors about their favorite teacher. So sit back and imagine this. It's a late spring afternoon. The birds are joyful. Air is velvety. The bees are buzzing like crazy. The flowers are smelling fine. And you are among some of the friendliest people you could ever meet. I think we're okay.
1: Yeah, we're in the garden. So we're, we're in the Westside Community Garden. Uh, it's a beautiful uh,
0: day in the, the neighborhood. Becky stops fooling around with her mic.
1: I'm done. <laughs>
0: and we have we're, we're out here for a concert with the Spiritual Reunion Band, and we're going to introduce the um, the members of the band in a few minutes. But we decided that we were going to start this little podcast by asking the people who gathered here before the. Concert. Yes. That they would ask the question, "Who was your favorite teacher?"
1: Right. And we have someone waiting to talk to us. Unlike when we do it on the park bench, and we have to go, "Want to tell us who your favorite teacher is?" We had to pull them over, but yeah. we,
0: maybe we won't have to do that today.
1: Yeah. Maybe we should bring these kids that have been spreading the word with us too. You know, we have some students from a local high
0: school that are yeah. sending it around. Yeah, and there. here's Randa the, Kirschbaum, the, uh, who's
2: missing soldier. Okay. <laughs> so it's a sextet, not a quintet. They just. All right, then. Okay.
0: Things are changing in, in, in as, as we, we as we speak. It's <laughs> fluid. Oh. It's
1: fluid. All right, shall I invite it's very Yes, lady. I Yes, I think I think we're ready.
0: Come on over. Come on okay. over.
1: So, go um, to that I've mic. We have never done
2: this before, so this
0: is very we, We've never done it either. It's brand it's new. It's our
1: first time.
2: <laughs> but I have a, a so, favorite teacher. Do I put this on?
1: Yeah, you can, if you like. You, you can. You'll, you'll, you'll hear us right in your ear. You'll hear us
0: a lot better.
2: And we're just going to chat about it.
1: We're your just favorite
0: teacher. Yeah. Chat about your I'm favorite Meg. teacher.
2: Meg, hi Meg. Nice right. to meet you. All okay. right,
0: this is Meg hi. from the Upper West Side.
2: Yeah, my whole life almost.
0: Wow. Wow, you and you're not bored. Never. <laughs> the no. Upper West Side is a pretty interesting it's place to live. It's kind of paradise,
1: isn't it? It
2: is, and look where we are right now in this amazing garden and we're about to hear an incredible jazz octet or quartet and Actually, it, it's a um, quintet. It's a sextet. Quintet, sextet.
0: One two three four five six. Yeah. So sex, sex, tet. tet. Well, so it's a sexy tet.
2: Sexy tet. Indeed. How could that be boring? Exactly.
0: So Meg, we're, we're here to talk about your favorite teacher.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so I definitely. You don't have to name names,
0: but. you can. You can. I, I would like to okay.
2: actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to all public school throughout my time here as a as a student and. Um, when I was in junior high school, we called it junior high back then, we didn't call it
0: we did too. middle
2: school, I'm dating myself, uh, my music teacher was a man named Mr. Robert Sharon. And he was a remarkable teacher who, even to this day, he just he made such an impact on me and so many other students.
0: And so, so his name was, say his name again?
2: First name Robert, last name Sharon.
0: Robert Sharon. Is, okay. he, is he still with us? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Is he
2: still teaching? Um, I don't know if he's teaching in an official capacity, but he was born to be a teacher. So even if he's not officially teaching, I'm sure he's teaching in some capacity. And he was your music teacher, music voice. He was. Um, yeah, so I was in the chorus. He also was the teacher who uh, did the music side of our of our musicals that we put on, and we put on some really ambitious shows.
1: And over you were the in
0: years.
2: the. And you were in them. I was always relegated to the chorus, uh-huh. pro- probably too. for good reason. Um,
0: oh come on, Meg.
2: No, well, it's okay. I, I got. I was. I was okay with it. It's and fun being in the chorus. It was awesome. It was my entire social life, and he provided a really safe place for us at a time in New York City that wasn't always so safe, and also junior high school. It's not an easy time. But it, he—it's the worst. He yeah. was amazing. He was. He, what he, what
0: uh, what musicals did you do?
2: Um, we did Pajama Game. We did Superman, which was rather avant-garde for the time. We did Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. We did. Um, some Gilbert and Sullivan. Nice. Yeah, it was a really great... Kind of eclectic. Definitely eclectic. And um, I have just super fond memories of that time and of the role he played. And, oh, we also sang Vivaldi's Gloria. And to this day, if I hear it on uh, QXR radio, I can sing almost all of it.
0: What, what field did you go into?
2: Pu- book
1: publishing.
0: Into publishing. Okay, all right. Okay.
1: So did do you remember anything specifically that he said to you or advice... Or do you remember anything he would say to, to all the
2: students? Uh, well, I don't know if it was any one particular phrase. It was more a feeling when you walked into the music room where he had his baby grand piano of safety. and. Um,
0: that was his name of his piano?
2: It, it, it might as well have been. Uh, it just the feeling of safety that permeated the room. Mm-hmm. And also acceptance and... Um, he really cared.
1: Did you have a, um, a diverse population of students? Very much so. yeah. Were and there any gay, uh, like students that were probably gay or yes? Out,
2: uh, yes. Yeah. Although at the time, you know, we were in eighth grade, so weren't sure, but I'm sure there were. And and again, it just it was sort of anything. We all felt safe there. Yeah.
0: What yeah. C- what grade did you make?
2: What What was that grade? grade. Did you get a good grade?
1: Of course. Everybody did, right? No, not no, everybody. Not everybody. Okay. Um, okay.
2: It was a, it was a. we had some wonderful teachers. To be honest, I think my teachers in that school were better than the teachers I had at um, a rather prestigious high school. Okay. So, right. uh, Did
0: we get the name of the high school?
2: <laughs> no, the middle
0: school. Yeah. Middle school. Middle
2: school was uh, Simon Baruch, junior high 104. Okay. So.
0: Excellent. Thank you. Mr. Sharon. Yeah. Robert Sharon.
2: Uh, Well, shout out to Mr. Sharon. Middle School of
0: Brook. That's great. Thank you, Meg, so much for sharing with us. All
2: right. Well, thanks for giving me the opportunity.
0: Sure. Thank you. We got a second victim here. Hi. 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 If you can get right up to the mic. Yeah, there you go. T- tell us your first name, and are you an Upper West Sider?
3: My name is Amy, and I am, in fact, an Upper West Sider.
0: How long have you been here? And Gosh, who's almost, that, who's almost that with two you, decades. Amy?
3: This is my son, Hugo.
0: Hello, Say it again. Hugo.
3: Hugo. Hugo.
1: Hugo.
0: Hugo. Yeah. Hugo. wants to get on the mic, too, or at least he wants, to, he wants to eat it. He wants
1: to eat the mic, yeah.
0: Hi, Hugo. Hi. <laughs> Very pretty. Yeah. So, we're, we're asking our... Um, Guests out here in the uh, West Side community. Our Garden. neighbors. Our neighbors. Who's your favorite teacher?
3: Well, I actually had two. One was my music teacher in elementary school, named Santa Donato, and she encouraged me to sing. She taught me how to harmonize. She um, just helped, you know, strengthen my my. I was a singer, I guess, at a young age, and helped strengthen my talent, and um, you know, help me just. Music was always my thing, and um, I knew that with music it would it would guide me through you know the, truly the rest of my life, and it's something I still pursue today. So oh, without you do. her, yes, yeah, so without her encouragement, her wisdom, her knowledge, her love, her passion. Um, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily be where I am without my elementary school music teacher. That's a, great. T- tell us about what you do. <laughs> I'm a music publisher. Um, so my company, it's called Roundhill Music and we have we publish uh, legacy copyrights everything from the Billy Holiday estate to James Brown to Whoa. Louis Armstrong. Um, okay. and it's it's a dream job. I love what I do, which is a real gift. And um, you know to be both employed, have health insurance, and do work in an industry that I love. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah. then I had a college professor too. His his he was a jazz professor, and his master classes were such a gift. He made education so much fun. And, um,
0: Hugo's really after that mic. Yeah,
3: you want to say something? <laughs> yeah, get do. in the mic. Say. Yeah, he wants to eat it for <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah, he probably shouldn't put his mouth on it. Yeah, probably it. not. But yeah. hey,
4: you know, <laughs> it's
3: okay. All right. so he's getting Yeah, uh, We're really excited for this uh concert, right? Hugo, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a
0: lot, a lot of music. Whoa, he is really energetic, like, energetic, d- d- yeah. D- what you want, well, thank, you. there we go, there, there, I go. Got it. there you go, Amy. Thank you so much, thank you guys. Thank I you. Hope you, have a wonderful
1: yeah. time. Thanks. Thank oh, you. you should get her uh headset. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two music teachers. Huh? Two, two music, music teachers. teachers, yeah, yeah. Right, and three music teachers. The third one was a music teacher. No, two, no, the other woman was talking about-
0: Yeah, we, we, we talked with Meg, who's, who's also- said a music teacher. Was a music right? teacher. Oh,
1: oh, the music other, music yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Awesome. Yeah, right, yeah.
1: Music is key. Right.
0: I think people are kind of um, comfortable in their yeah, chairs. Yeah, I know, it's true. And they don't want to get up, and also they're scared.
1: People don't like to speak publicly. No. It's a fear.
0: No. Oh, by the way, we didn't talk to you. Who was your favorite teacher?
1: Well... Okay. If you want to know the truth of the matter... No, I don't. The truth of the matter, as I've mentioned before, is that before I graduated from high school, I went to 14 schools, so I don't remember my teachers. Hmm. I had a teacher in, co- in high school who taught government? I don't even remember his name, but he was. Um, I get. I liked him, and I had a teacher. Uh, my my drama teacher, Mr. M- Mr. McMiniman. Mr. McMiniman. Mr. McMiniman.
0: McNimim- minimum.
1: Minimum. Minimum. I don't know. McMinimum. McMinimum. I think that's what his name was. I'm pretty sure that's it. But he. Um,
0: was he a little man? Because
1: no, no, no. He was tall like you, and he was. And he was very energetic and. Um, so
0: minimum was maximum
1: and he had funny little things that he would say that were queer to us kids You know, I mean he was he but it made this him was happy in the 70s and he was probably in his late 50s Early 60s, Mr. Min-
0: so he minimum. was born
1: around the turn of the century So he would say cheese and crackers gang. Let's get up there and do it again <laughs> Things like that
0: <laughs> I'm gonna use that in my class cheese and and crackers crackers. guys i want to hear your impressions
1: of m yeah yeah (laughs) it was like that
0: well we went we went to a um, a high school reunion of yours
1: for for kim wheatley now kim wheatley was a um, a high school teacher he was a good teacher but he and i didn't click when i was a student he didn't he didn't encourage me i wasn't one of the students that was you know that he favored right, so but, yet, but
0: yet you went and You you, you yeah, went I was to the reunion.
1: Curious, yeah, well it was in Santa Maria, so that was easy. We visiting my family, now. you know, so yeah. I thought Yeah,
0: we'll I'll, just
1: I'll just hang out Unfortunately, I felt really out of place because I have going through my back the residual pain of that horrible back thing from I riding, had.
0: from riding a school bus
1: I don't know, yeah, maybe, whatever. Right, so, my right. back, my disc slipped a little bit, and it was very, super painful. And I was at a point where I could move and walk, and, but still, I couldn't sleep at night, if you recall.
0: No, I do. I and don't. I
1: couldn't, I couldn't, I just wasn't comfortable. So, I always felt like oversh- that overshadowed everything for me.
0: At, the, at this reunion at that time, yeah. for Mr. Wheatley. Yeah. I think I had a better time because I was interviewing people. I
1: know you had a better time than I did for sure. I did. Yeah. No. I think I they,
0: your, your your schoolmates they liked me better.
1: They did. Well, <laughs> they didn't like me when I was a kid. So why would they like me? Well,
0: yeah, you started badly. So with them. Uh, I had Mr. Uh, Mr. Siri. My boyfriend was there oh. though. Me.
1: No, for my high school boyfriend.
0: I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Your high school boyfriend. We said
1: hi. It's like hi. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't go like
0: go in the car lot and go neck or something. Oh my God! No. Ew. All right. (laughs) I'm not sure I want to hear about
1: that. I know. I didn't tell you.
0: You didn't. This is the first time you've told me. I know. In public.
1: I know. I feel safe here. What was his name? In the garden. What is his name? Brad Gooding.
0: You've talked about Brad Gooding.
1: Have I? Have I mentioned him before? Well, he was at he was at SMU.
0: He was at big fat. I mean, not SMU.
1: Yeah, he's a chubby kid. He was a chubby. He wasn't that chubby when he was a kid, but he's a little chubby now. Chubby now. But he was at um, he was at uh, PCPA. He did PCPA. I remember the
0: name, and I don't remember exactly what he looked like there. He's a nice guy. I had Mr. Siri, yeah, science teacher. I think I had a little bit of a man crush on him.
1: I thought that was your Spanish teacher,
0: Mr. Master. You had
1: a lot of man crushes. I honey. did.
0: I did. I think if I didn't like women so much, I'd be homosexual.
1: <laughs> you didn't have any crushes on women teachers? Oh, I'd, on your on your accordion. Teacher.
0: Yeah, my accordion teacher, uh, Mary Joche. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, Mary Joche. She was uh, Polish, I think. And yeah. She was a, a, a fully fledged accordion teacher. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was Mary Joche. I didn't even think of her. And then there was my spanish teacher mr who called me saul yes so i remember him mr mastrioni mastrani pastrami is something i get exactly what his name was, but i remember him yeah you yeah. know and then there was mr fish mr fish who ran the who ran the um um the aquarium no 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 the um the woodworking shop ah the shop. He yeah. ran the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a little guy and the students would all would run ragged over him.
1: Isn't that funny that they used to teach men woodworking?
0: Well, woodworking, you know? metalworking. Yeah. We we learned we'd shop. We learned how to use the machines and
1: I guess that's not so bad. And the
0: girls were in economics.
1: Yeah, exactly well we were no, home economics. Home economics. Oh so I learned how to sew. I learned how to sew in school.
0: Right. And I they thought. talked
1: about cooking and all that stuff.
0: Right. So the boys weren't allowed to be in home economics.
1: I know, and the girls weren't allowed to be in shop.
0: I would have loved to be in home economics. And
1: I would have loved to have been in shop.
0: Get away from the boys and be with the girls.
1: I would like to just have learned to build things. Wow. Yeah, it's, <laughs> right? It was really stupid. We
0: switched places.
1: Yeah, if only we'd known.
0: Right, and then you could have built the platforms and I would have sewn the kids' clothes.
1: I wonder when it finally, they finally realized that this is kind of not... Kind of sexist. Yeah, sexist and not and, that limited. and kind of pointless.
0: Yeah. Oh I'm getting oh I just killed a bug. Yeah, oh, oh, Johnny. Well, you have
1: another one on your shirt. Do they yeah. like white?
0: Oh it's they're biting bugs too. Are they? Oh yeah.
1: Oh we should get some buttons. We should spray. get some off.
0: I wonder if Rand yeah. has any off. Yeah, we're out here in the community, Westside Community Garden. Garden, yeah. And people are gathering here. Um, we wanted to talk to everyone about, you know, favorite teachers. But we we got two bites, and you and I talked about it, and that's good. But after the show, we're going to be talking to the band members, hopefully, about their favorite mentors, which I guess would be their teachers.
1: Could have been. There's all kinds of mentors, right?
0: Hi. Guys are
1: interviewing people? Yes.
0: We are yes. talking to people about their favorite teacher, and we have we have a few minutes before the concert. So why yeah. don't you come on up? The, the the mic is there. I the mean, mic the,
1: is here. Excellent. There you go.
0: Great. Thank you very much for coming up and being brave, because um, all your compatriots out here—it's like they don't want to come up. Tell well, you, it's okay. It's a little,
4: little nerve-wracking to is. start with. But no. 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 <laughs> first
0: name, and are you an Upper West Sider? Um,
4: my name is is Katie, and yes, I just uh, moved to New York. Um, in March and I live about a half a block away. Where'd you come from? I came from Connecticut. Oh, Not
1: too far. Yeah. No, prior no. to
4: that, I was living in Vermont. What for... brought
1: you to New York City?
4: Um, my sense of adventure.
0: Ah, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah. And, and, wow. And did you find it?
4: Um, I've been finding it around every corner. Yeah. Right, give us so. an
0: example of adventure in Manhattan.
4: Um, well, I have a few of those, but, um, so, I've, I've trekked out as far as like Hudson Yards and up to the Intrepid. Do you and walk? I um, you said I, you trekked. Well, I took the subway to Penn Station and then I trekked okay, okay, that's over good, to Riverside Park. Still a trek. It's a good walk. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've been across the park over to the Metropolitan a few times. Good walk. I have taken the subway out to Williamsburg to go vintage clothes shopping. And we need to do ah. that.
0: We haven't done that. That's good.
4: I've been shopping in Midtown. I've gone to the New York City Ballet and Ballet Hispanico performances. Which is
1: right, Very right nice down the block. Yeah, so
4: I'm doing pretty well so far.
1: And yeah, never you've only
4: been here two months. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay.
0: Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Good for you. So um, tell us, uh, Kate, uh, Katie, mm-hmm. about a favorite teacher of yours.
4: A favorite teacher. Um, Probably one of my favorite teachers was actually my softball coach. Uh Oh, Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, he was the gym teacher, but he he was our coach for softball in in high school. What was his uh, name? uh, Coach Moros, Jim Moros. Were you on the the high school softball team? I was on the high school softball team, and I was not a very good player.
0: What did you play? What position? I
4: played third base. Third
0: base is a difficult position.
4: Yeah, and Coach Moros always wanted me in front of the base, which right. always made me feel like I was going to get a line drive right to you the could forehead. Well, you yeah, could well I was a little have, concerned yeah. about that. Yeah, um,
0: but Well, you couldn't have been that bad if you were playing third base.
4: I, you know, I had a good I arm. I played outfield. Oh, yeah? It was a bit of a wild, you know, like I, I could throw far, but not very accurately. <laughs> so there
0: was a percentage shot.
4: Exactly. It
0: possibly you can get across the diamond to first base. I
4: think he looked at the potential talent on the team, and that, that's sort of just where I landed. <laughs> it was like wow. I could make it to, I could get the ball somewhere near first base. Could you hit? So, uh, I was, yeah, I actually was good at hitting. Oh, so there you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. There you
0: go. So yeah. what made Coach Morris a good coach?
4: Um... Uh, he was uh, he was really a, a loving, affectionate, warm person, but tough at the same time. Okay. So like, he wasn't sort of soft on all of us. If we were really messing around and not doing a good job, he'd make us run the bases at the end of practice, uh-huh. things, things like that. Yeah. It was yeah sort yeah. of like, so um, one time when uh, I must have done something, and he made me run some bases. He was he was saying to me. He'd call, call us up by our last names, actually. So my last name is Burke. And he'd say, Burke, cut your it. Cut out your drinking, Cut out your smoking." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll drink to that. That's funny.
1: That is so funny. So he had a sense yeah. of humor. He made you laugh while you were running the
0: bases. Exactly,
4: yeah. exactly. You sort of yeah. knew you deserved it as well. Okay, okay. Um, you but you, you also knew that he just absolutely adored every single one of us.
0: Do you still play softball? No. You could no. In, the, in the park. Yeah, you could take it
4: up again. I, I could, but you There's know, a lot was, of... there was a little bit of terror in it for me. So okay. I, I think play I. Play the outfield. That might be the. <laughs> yeah, right. play the
0: play outfield. The outfield. No, no terror in the outfield. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's true. Put me yeah. under a tree and I'll be good. There actually. you go. Unless most of you the time you're Ferdinand. not doing anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> great. Thank yeah. you, Katie. That was great. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing with us. Sure. Right.
1: Have fun in New York. Thank you
0: we We got to go um, um, doing some of the stuff she's done.
1: I know. We have to emulate Katie. Yeah. Yeah. We do. We really do. I want to go to ballets. I want to do that. Yeah, ballet. I want to do those things. Ballet
0: Hispanica. We've never been there. I know. Do we know Dee Dee, who works there? Add us. I have a flower for you.
1: Thank you, dear. Okay. <laughs> are these bluebells? What are these?
0: I don't know. They kind of fell on my lap.
1: kind of purple flowers? Yeah, so more people are coming. It's getting crowded.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a, I have a poem about teachers. Since we're talking about teachers. Okay. I'm going to read a poem, and you, you can read one, too. Um, I'll let you read the Raul Dahl one. It's, it's okay, on Raul Raul okay. And this is a, te- a teaching fantasy by Margaret Hatcher as we wait for the... A
1: concert to begin. Spiritual
0: Reunion Band with Sabo Adiola, Kamal Abdul Alim, TK Blue, Derek Lewis, and Kahil Kawami Bell on drums. I teach. Ideas and words are my business. Toss them into the air and watch them float softly as autumn leaves, though with much less color and grace. Someday, one may catch your attention and inspire you with its color, at least for a season. A teaching fantasy. Are right, you're going to read the Rao Dall one? All right. Yeah, do a cold read.
1: My teacher wasn't half as nice as yours seems to be. His name was Mr. Unsworth, and he taught us history. And when you didn't know a date, he'd get you by the ear and start to twist while you sat there quite paralyzed with fear. He'd twist and twist and twist your ear and twist it more and more, until at last the ear came off and landed on the floor. Our class was full of one-eared boys. I'm certain there were eight who'd had them twisted off because they didn't know a date. So let us now praise teachers who today are all so fine and yours in particular is totally divine. is a seasoned jazz bassist. He has worked with giants in the field of jazz, including
4: Dexter Gordon, Abby Lincoln, Randy Weston, and Ahmad Jamal, and everyone he has who's performing with him tonight is also a soloist in their own right. So we're very lucky to have them here in the garden, and let's get right to it.
1: Sabu Adeola and the Spiritual Reunion
5: Testing one two. Okay,
0: we're we're hot. Great, thank you. Saba Odiola. Yes, sir. That's it me. is a, it is a pleasure and a wonder to meet you. Thank um, you, thank you. It's a,
5: it's a pleasure to be here.
0: A great evening, right?
5: Yeah, nice, beautiful man. I I understand that this is one of the biggest crowds they've ever had. They
0: get some good crowds out here, but this yeah. was a big one. Yeah. This was this was a big one. Yeah. yeah the
5: word, I guess, the word got around. You know.
0: You, uh, you, you you had some uh, technical issues. with Oh your base. yeah,
5: yeah my bass kind of fell apart. <laughs> does that happen it, often? It doesn't. It does not. It does not. Was know? it
0: because of the air or the humidity
5: or? No, it, it's 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 a it's a relatively new instrument, right? And uh, it hasn't gotten it, used to you yet. It's a, the, see, the bridge fits onto the body of the bass, right? Right. And, and with it being a new instrument, it's really shiny. Ah. And normally, a lot of times, uh, people who work on those bases, they'll put something underneath the foot of the bridge, okay, roughing it up a little, not to damage the instrument, but just to give it a little more porous. So right, to so give it some friction s- there. Friction, so it doesn't slip so easily, you know. And so the amount of energy that we were putting out there, you know. And I w- I'm used to playing on my own bass, which is uh, about 75 years old. Whoa. And so it's well-worn under there, you know. Right, it, it right. It, I've never had a bridge fall apart like that. I've broken, <laughs> I've, I've broken strings. You know, breaking strings is something. Well, that, breaking a uh, bridge, so that was yeah. new.
0: Well, yeah. Wasn't that fortunate you had a bassist in the audience? He yeah. ran up and, yeah. and, and helped he, you out.
5: It, it, together we were able to do it, but alone I, I would have been done I would Because I could, could have done it, but it would just take more time.
0: Because you got to push the bridge underneath the strings. and
5: Yeah, you could, you got to untangle the strings, you got to loosen them up. That's why it took me so long to tune you gotta them. You got to loosen all the way down, so you because you know you got uh, over 200 pounds of pressure on, on the body of the face when no strings are tight. Whoa. So you got to unloosen the strings, make them really loose. Then you got to get the the bridge up. First you got to put the bridge back together, because yeah, that's an adjustable bridge. It, huh. it comes apart. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it's getting technical. <laughs> anyway, you got to yeah. get, you got to put the bridge back together, and then you got to get the strings up and over. In the right grooves on the on the on the bridge and on the uh, on the neck, wow. So wow. Uh, with two people doing it, you know, one down there fooling with the bridge and the other one's up by the neck, you can do it kind of quick. And that's what happened, you know? Okay, during the concert,
0: your band, the uh, uh, spiritual reunion band, mm-hmm. I, I thought um, uh, Randa called it miracle band,
5: but she did. Well, well, I think she was calling that because of the mishap that way. It was a miracle. It was that, a miracle that to, you got you got it back to, together to recubate, again. Yeah, yeah. But I call it the spiritual reunion band because everybody in the band just about uh, with the exception of our young pianist Derek and we uh, we actually uh, have a history too because he's from Buffalo Derek Lewis Derek Lewis he's from Buffalo and he used to come a lot to the colored musicians Club okay uh, you know to study and hang out with the older guys but everybody else I've worked with professionally you know TK blue and I go back we're connected to Randy Westman what what a
0: what a Pete, band you put together here.
5: Well, you know, I had... They,
0: Kwame Bell and...
5: Yeah, Kwame Bell came in and... Uh, T.K. Blue and... T.K. Blue, I got T.K., but actually, the poet, Jay Ward, and the singer, Whitney, and even the percussionist of the support, they, they, they kind of just came on to help me out. They heard, they heard, they're old friends. Wow. And I told them, you know, I don't have a big budget, but they came and helped out, you know, so. Rich is supposed to have be been a quintet, you know, but we always... like It the, was in flux. Yeah, it was in flux, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we believe in more the merrier, you know. Yeah. Jay
0: Ward was great. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Yeah. great yeah, guy. I, I want to yeah. hear more of, of his he, work.
5: He, he's a good friend of my son's. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right,
0: all right. Yeah. We had been asking the um, people out here who had come out for the concert, um, and we interviewed them before, we talked to them before mm-hmm. your concert, mm-hmm. said, who, who is your favorite teacher? And I know you worked with Charles Mingus. I did. And I wonder who was your favorite or most important teacher?
5: I think it would be Charles. You know, I I, I was very fortunate and uh, to spend a whole semester with him mm-hmm. at the State University of New York at Buffalo, and uh, a lot of it was one-on-one time. You know, I mean it was it was a composition class, and the beginning of the semester there were about maybe 25 people, and uh, the way he taught top composition was to just play his compositions. You know, mm. he didn't stand in front of the blackboard and talk about uh, you know. So he
0: would, he would play something. He'd sit down to the piano. And then what would you do after he'd, would you talk about no, it? No, or?
5: no, no, not too much. He would just give me the bass part. Oh. And if, if the other, at the beginning, if there was a trumpet part, but whoever was there, he'd give him the part, because most of his music is scored for multiple instruments. Right. And so somehow after the first half of the semester, I don't know if it was too challenging or intimidating or whatever, but uh, by the, by the mid-semester, nobody was showing up for class with me.
0: Holy moly. So
5: it was just me and him. And so I come in and... Uh, were you intimidated? No, I loved him. I loved him. I had heard all, of, all the stories about him being, you know, aggressive and punching musicians out and stuff like that. But I got none of, I got nothing but love from Charles, man.
0: Maybe was, because you knew what you were doing.
5: Maybe. He, he, he respected what I was doing, I guess. And that's why I, at the end of the semester, he invited me to come to New York for when his book came out, Beneath the Underdog. Right. And they... Uh, they had uh, a, a you know a book release party, and they wanted the band to play. They wanted Charles Mingus Quintet to play, but they also wanted Charles to be available to do like this to interview and sure. autograph books. So he needed a basis, and so he didn't ask me, but he told me that I was coming <laughs> to New York to play with his quintet, which I was, a, I was. at that time I was a kid of about 23 years old. All right. And, uh, and that was a, that was a while ago. I, it was a while ago. Yeah, it was just, it was in '71. Well. So I, I I was like uh, at first I thought he was kidding me you know and he said no call my wife Sue call her she's got she already made your ticket, uh, reservation and everything you know don't worry, don't bring a bass there's a bass there and you know and so do you, you, remember, do you that, remember that moment? I do I do that's that's the kind of relationship that we had you know so it wasn't just musical after class you know because he he would you know come in for one day a week and then he'd fly out but he'd stay in a uh, motel right across the street I think called University Manor. And I, I would walk him over because at that time he was having health issues. And mm. I'd make sure he got to the room safe. And sometimes we'd have a stop and have a bite to eat. And so we, our relationship became, you know, closer than just you know student and professor. And, and uh, I, I learned a lot from him.
0: What, what was yeah. what was, you say? What was the most important thing you learned from him, either musically or about life? Or
5: one of the most important things I, I learned from him is one of the last things he said to me he said to me uh, last time i saw him you know he said well sabu you got talent you know and you got you got you you you, you got to make choices you got to make i hope you make the right choice i said what do you mean he mm-hmm. said well you can you can be creative and be yourself and and, and and do your stuff or you can be like all the rest of the whores and prostitutes mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's what he said to me you know mm-hmm. and uh i pondered over that for a long time you know uh, but I, 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 think I got it. it. He wanted, if you look at his body of work, which is just completely amazing, you know, uh, he was completely his own person, his own man. And uh, that's one of the greatest lessons I learned from him. Be your, be, be yourself. Don't, don't be shy to delve into yourself and do your thing and, uh, do it the way that you think it needs to be done. You know, you don't have to fit into a pattern or a mold. I mean, you learn, you learn from the people that you you know admire and respect, but you take it a further a step further, you know. So.
0: Um, and you've you've been true to that.
5: I've been trying, you know. I've been trying, but to take stuff uh, step farther than where Charles took it. I mean, this is, <laughs> you know, uh, this is a, this is quite a task, you know. But it's but I mean, he was trying to outdo Duke Ellington, you know, who he loved and admired, you know. Right. You right, know? Right, yeah. right, right. But you know, I just I just haven't. Uh, um, been a full-time you know pursuit of it like, like like other musicians were like Duke Ellington, like John Coltrane Filoni Smoke Charlie Sparrow all these great people mm-hmm. that's all they did was, was music you know I, I, I have diversified my approach to life you know uh, I'm a parent I'm a grandparent you know um, I teach well, but know? all that adds to your music doesn't it yeah, yeah it also does also age too age yes you can season you know but I mean all that requires you know time and devotion and effort in which you know you can't you can't just be practicing and writing music, you know. When when you got, I had six kids at home to feed, you know. So
0: I did. I did oh boy, Tony, me but I tried to be an actor in my early life. <laughs> so you. I had I had to feed them. You know what I mean. So I know. became a teacher.
5: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is good profession, me right. too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I had one other question um, because I, I know it's, everyone's packing up here and mm-hmm. and and you want to get home to your dinner probably, but uh, you started the program with a tribute to Buffalo, yes, and and the killings that happened there just. Recently, One week ago. And it happens again and again and <coughs> again and again. Mm-hmm. Black folks being killed and Jews being
5: killed mm-hmm. and Muslims being killed. And mm-hmm. t- t- tell me, why did you start the program that way? Um, I, I, I did it because uh, in, the, in, in the week this transpired, actually nine days, um, I think today's the ninth day, uh, what I've noticed is that <coughs> there's a collective sense of... Uh, <coughs> hurt and remorse that transcends race, and gender, (coughs) and class. There are a lot of people very upset about what happened, you know, not just black folks. And uh, being from that, you know, neighborhood, that's my neighborhood, I grew up in the neighborhood. Mm. I I used to, there was another grocery store in that same location when I was a kid that I used to go shop groceries with. My father used to take me when I was a kid, and I used to bring the wagons. The, the groceries back in my wagon. Yeah, like a wagon that see that here, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, like like that. Yeah. So I, I um, um, so I, obviously, those of us who are from there, we're hurt, you know. But it's uh, all, I've been I've been getting telegrams and calls and tweets from all over the world, you know, and the people are very upset and outraged that such a small minority of of, of, uh, haters and and, uh, people who really don't understand that uh, race is a social construct. Race is actually a hoax. There's really no such thing as race except the human race. I mean, we all read the scripture and tells us that Adam is the first father, right? And Eve is the first mother and that we all descended from the two of them. So where did race come from? It was invented, you know, And in this country, especially. It was invented to justify slavery. They yeah. had to have a reason to do what they did to treat a certain body of people, the way they, you know, and they get dehumanize Free, free labor. Yeah. So race was invented to say, well, it's okay because they're not like us and they're different and, they're, and even to the to, to the extent of saying that they're not even human, you know. Mm. So, uh, I back to your question. I started the program off. Just to acknowledge the fact that uh, we appreciate, you know, the love and the concern coming from the vast majority of American people uh, that are outraged about what happened. Even uh, uh, where this kid is from, I think Broome County, uh, his parents are getting lambasted by the neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know, well, how could you raise an animal like that? Hey, what did you? They're blaming them, which probably justifiable. So there's you probably
0: know. some connection there. Yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm.
5: know. So that's why I just wanted to give a little tribute, you know. Uh, uh, and "Abide with Me" is all, was one of my favorite songs. When I, when I grew up in, in a Christian home, you know. We said by, by the other monk. The other monk. The other monk. <laughs> and I, and all these years, I didn't realize that that it was written by another monk, you know. <laughs> yeah. But and the lyric, it's really the music is good, but the lyric, I forget. I got it right here. Yeah. yeah. The, the lyric is by somebody else. Um. Um. His name is Lyre, born in 1798 and died in 1847. Mm. So this is an old, old, old thing, man. You know? Abide by me. Yeah. and uh, Read some of it. Yeah, sure. And uh, Whitney read some of it, not all of it. Mm. Pick, so pick
0: a stanza you like.
5: Okay. I like the first one. Abide with me, fast falls the eventide. The darkness deepens, Lord with me abide. When other helpless fail and comforts flee, help of the helpless, oh, abide with me. That one hit me, yeah. Then he says, swift to close ebbs out life's little day. Earth's joys grow dim as glories pass away. Change and decay in all around I see. O oh, thou who changest not, abide with me. I fear no foe with you at hand to bless. Ills have no weight and fears no bitterness. Where is dust staying? Where grave thy victory, I triumph still, if thou abide with me. Yeah, deep deep stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean... It's moving, I mean, it's moving, you know, it's it's,
0: moved me anyway. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, thank you very much for sharing that. Thanks. I really appreciate it. And it's been a great honor to meet you, Sabu Adiola. Thank you Um, so much. And and thank you for taking the time to sitting down with us after your I
5: I appreciate, you know, eventful concert. I I, I know it. (laughs) <laughs> the Lord was with us. I mean, you know. I mean, he abided with he, you. Yeah, he, he was abiding with he got, us. He, he got the bridge back. On. Yeah, yeah. Probably, you know, if we hadn't made that prayer for us, we probably wouldn't have been able to put the base. And, and the guys, they were, they were so professional. They carried right. They on. just kept going. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They knew what to do, and they just kept going. Yep. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you too. very much, All sir. Right. Appreciate it. All right.